This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. feel to be in the presence of a 4.0 student oh bravo i thought you had a gun holy crap no it does kind of look like a gun the cast on my hand i know it it's horrible oh that's funny. um well i am so proud of you breezy 4.0 how does it feel to be in the presence of a uh, covid survivor and hand sprain victim this week <laughs> Oh man, I am so proud of you that you made it out. Okay, yay. Well, welcome everybody uh, to the House of Hockey podcast episode 112. I'm tired of figuring out if you're supposed to say 112, 112. Is there an and or is there not an and? When do we retire the uh, have to announce what episode it is? Never. Okay. Never my 4.0 student. (laughs) I'm Breezy, one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Ray Ray, in case I didn't say that because I can't remember anything anymore. Um, Playoff hockey is the only thing that's gotten me through this week. Yeah, I have to agree. It's been a wild ride as far as all those games have gone so far. What do you think? I am loving every minute of it. I am surprised at how just about every game is an even series as of when we're recording this, like the sweep ability factor. I think it's only with one team as we're recording. Um, So that's a little surprising. I think in the years past, we've seen quite a few teams in the first round go in with a sweep and an unpredicted sweep. So uh, I think that's unexpected. I'm also loving the fact that the games are spaced out like a half hour apart right. where you can flip between the games. Like you can catch almost two full games if you are watching one and then at the intermission, you switch to the other. And then at the intermission, you switch back. Like you can get a good amount of the game in. So you're not really like having to choose uh, as somebody who doesn't have a single team in the playoffs they are cheering for. Uh, it makes it a little more exciting. So that I'm, I'm super thrilled about. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool that you're able to catch more than one game. They're not going on at the same time. Like you said, they're, they're staggered. So um, the only complication is when they go into overtime or, in the sake of a triple over time um it gets a little hard because some games are either delayed or then you want to watch a game but then you can't get out of this overtime game so um but that's the beauty of the playoffs i guess right oh yeah oh yeah that triple overtime game with the penguins and the rangers was so crazy and yeah and especially because their backup goalie, uh, Louis Dominguez, Domingue, Domingo, how do you say it? Domingue. Domingue. Yeah. 
Uh, he was very busy eating spicy pork and broccoli at one point, um, which he said might have helped him do good, but also it was a lot. And now they're actually serving that at PPG Paints Arena at one of their stands. Like they're actually like, that is now a menu item you can order, which I think is just such a brilliant move and something that hockey does so well is they like, they pick on one thing and it becomes like a running joke throughout the rest of the playoffs. And then the arena integrates it and like makes the fans so happy if, if they're in the know, sorry, Duke is like over here, just breathing down my neck. Anyway, go ahead. That was me like two weeks ago and my mom's dog was just breathing annoyingly. But (laughs) yeah, uh, that was super crazy to see. Also goalies, I want to read this to you. This has been the other biggest headline, I think, in the playoffs. This is crazy. Here are the salaries of goalies starting games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Huso, $750. Domingue. Domingue? Is that how we settled on it? $750. Ingram, $750. Kachetkov. 842. That's also an incredible story of him getting put into the game. Uh, Swayman, 925, and Odinger, 925. That's bananas considering we pay, like, on most of those teams, two goalies sometimes, like, four and a half to five million dollars a year. And this is what we're, what we have going in the playoffs this year. But that's what's so amazing about Stanley Cup hockey, playoff hockey, is that like anything can happen. And this is insane. And I don't know the last time, at least in my recent history of of following hockey, that this has been the case where we've got like backup on backup minor league goalies starting games in the Stanley Cup playoffs and like actually doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I would say they're doing a really good job Um, and keeping it on the whole goalie thing. Two goalies that do make a lot of money have been floppy Joes and I've been so triggered over it. And I know I probably should let it go in our opinions. We've already discussed it. Don't matter, but we get paid to do this. So (laughs) I'm going to put my opinion out there. Mike Smith. Did you not see that? Clip, I, I gave you the clip. I don't know if anybody watched the, the Oilers and Kings game when Mike Smith basically threw himself backwards after like barely getting hit. Yes. I was like, like this is kidding? not the NBA. Calm down, floppy. This is not Major League Soccer either. I was <laughs> like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, it barely even happened. Cody Cece barely, barely pushed Athens to see you into him. And he, I'm sorry. I was just like, oh. are you freaking kidding? <laughs> yep. And Igor Shosturkin had a, had a similar moment too in one of the games. Oh my God. That was okay. Yeah. So he ended up coming from back around the net and like lifted his foot up and around in such a way to not that he was like tripping Jeff Carter, but I think he was trying to make contact in some way or form, right. To draw a penalty, which he clearly successfully did but this kid could have won a freaking ox oscar i was gonna say oscar oscar because he not only initiated it he barely got hit by jeff carter jeff carter was in momentum like 
going for mm-hmm. it. He wasn't going after that guy. And he flips around and starts grabbing his back and rolling back and forth on the ice, right? And then gets up like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? There's like, where's the penalty for that? What's that penalty? That's like being a total pussy on the ice penalty. <laughs> like- I mean, I get you got to do what you got to do to get the penalties. And sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. If it was on your team, would you like it? I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty fair when it comes down to being like, oh, that was kind of crappy. But like, ugh, what do you do? Like, I can't, I'm not the ref. Right. But at some point you got to be like, come on. Like, I'm not really cheering for either the Penguins or the Rangers. So I have no stake in this game, but it was clear today. Maybe I'm a little biased because I love Jeff Parker, but clear as day that it it was a bad call. (laughs) Did the, the refs call the penalty on Carter for that? Right. On Carter. Yeah. I don't think, I think Carter was the only one that got it. I was triggered. I left the room. Oh God, this is serious, everybody. This is very serious. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Come on. You can't like this league is not soft. It's like, definitely people would argue that it's gotten way softer uh, in the last few years. So we don't need any more of this kind of behavior in our game and in our league. So let's just put a stop to that right now. Uh, You should go have a talk with Igor uh, and let him know how you feel. We should send him this clip. Also, the goalie things that I have loved was from, I think it's Kochekov, Kochekov. He had zero problem fighting Brad Marchand. Did you see? They (laughs) went like bitch slapping sticks at each other at one point, like Marchy got it like he had come the goalie had come out of the of the paint just a little bit to like clear the puck but Brad was there and he like whipped his stick and hit the goalie and then the goalie slapped Marchy back and then he like hit him again and then the goalie like full-on like pushed him and I was like I fucking love this guy he's my new favorite player he has the goalie going up against Marchy like you don't like typically see that like you'll see them maybe like push back a little bit like right if, yeah. if, if they're like in your paint but to like full-on fight him and not, and have nothing to care about it whatsoever because he knows he's not going to get the penalty because he's the goalie right. Right. um that was brilliant and the other funny thing was so he's russian kochetkov i hope i'm saying it right guys Couldn't tell he was- <laughs> he i'm pretty sure he's russian and He speaks like almost no English, like very little English. And so when he was put into the first game that he was in, he was having an issue with his blade or his skate and he Uh had to skate over to the bench, but like he couldn't express what was wrong. And so they had to yell down the bench to Sveshnikov to see like what he was trying to say, like what was wrong with him. Um, Which, like, I just can't even imagine. Like, okay, you're a backup, backup goalie. You right. have been playing in the KHL for a long time. You just came over to the U.S. You're you're in this minor league system. And then you don't speak any English. You're all of a sudden thrown into a Stanley Cup playoff game, which is like a 
huge deal. There's something wrong with your skate and you can't communicate what's like even going on. Uh, it's just a great game, but like they figured it out. They just like yelled down the bench, like Svetch, Svetch, Svetch. We need, you know, <laughs> translate, please. Oh, um, wow. Stop it, Alex. I'm not talking to you right now. You're not, this is not about Alex the dog. This is about Kuchetkov. <laughs> oh man, I love dogs that have like human names. Yeah, Alexander. Oh my God. Well, he's been I was watching a TikTok video the other day and someone asked her like, I think it was second grade students to name their puppy and someone named him Craig. That's Craig. a great name. Like from Craig. Southern Charm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> anyway, you love to see it. I love all of these um, storylines that are happening, like these subplots that are going on that, that get brought out and... I love to see it. Like, I love yeah. to see it. It's the best. It's the best. It's funny, too, because I feel like there's so much that goes into it that they're showing more of. Um, I, I particularly think that they're showing more of. I mean, we saw there is, I don't know if you saw it. I, I think I might have sent it to you, but the Avs apparently tried to troll the Preds uh, for oh. morning skate and left the 7-2 score up on the Jumbotron. Oh, my God. And I was like sitting there thinking, I was like, that's pretty clever. Cause like, it could be like a, like a troll, like a jab, right? Like you guys better practice, you know, or yeah. it could have been motivating for the Preds and the Preds did come out good. They did lose their second game. So it's 2-0 <laughs> right now, but it's funny how like, so that was like a troll, I would think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then I saw somewhere, I don't know if it was true or not, but when the Oilers went out for their morning skate, that apparently they, uh, whatever, I don't, they might've been at crypto. I think they were at crypto. The lights weren't on yet and they, they wouldn't release any of the, the goals to like the goalie post. So it could have been, yes. It could have also been a troll too. Someone said that they were early. So it could have been that kind of case. I don't know the whole story. So, but it's just funny how, right. I mean, home ice advantage, like you could do whatever you want. Like, is it to your favor? Or is it not to your favor? Obviously didn't work out for uh, either the Preds or the Kings, uh, or I guess it didn't work out for the Kings, but it definitely worked out for the abs if they got the win. But um, yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yeah, it is funny. And it, it's amazing because I think we've heard a few stories from some of our guests about how the away locker rooms and things that teams have specifically done to like torture or intimidate torture is a strong word intimidate um the away team with like extra small hallways extra small like lockers horrible what like you know they can do whatever they want within reason and get away with it in this league which is another reason to love this sport because like i don't think they do that in like the MLB, you know, like they're too busy recording signs and trying to steal whatever <laughs> they do. So, you know, we don't have time for that in hockey. We're all about like, let's just screw with them mentally and put like the score yeah. on them. That's brilliant. Prank wars. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, I got to, you know, you got to love it. Although, I mean, it does, it does suck for, I guess, the team that's getting pranked, but it's all in good fun, right? I think it's going to get yeah. something going. So, This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by... 
Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. Oh, yeah. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. You get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Something else we see a lot in, in Stanley Cup playoffs that we don't see in regular season are the what the announcers like to call extracurriculars on the ice, which it really is starting to annoy me, that phrase. They really yeah. need to come up with something else. But uh, when after the whistle is blown, the players start scrumming and fighting and like yeah. we see so much more of that we've definitely seen some teams pull back from that where like they've gotten too caught up in that and it's taken away from their their game but we see a lot more of that in playoff hockey where they are just like going after each other like the Mm -hmm. amount of fighting we see is is increasingly like at least 10 per game and then in like regular season you would maybe see like two maybe one, two, depending on like the team and whatever. But uh, I live for that. I live for that just to like, see what's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And I love the penalty box reading the lips because I feel like it purposely are like showing more like internal penalty box, like of the players going back and forth. So um, yeah, I don't know. This is such a good time of year. (laughs) It's so good. What would be a better way to describe the extracurricular activities like what's a better word for the announcers because if I hear that one more time I swear like oh no first there's some extracurricular activities on the ice after the whistle's been blown like really okay guys god it's it's you know what it is for me it's some of the ESPN announcers Bucci should call every single game because he's got like the passion and the fire that you want to hear. And he has like the hockey lingo that he puts out there. Like he's got a couple of phrases too, that he repeats a little bit that I can't stand, but I'd rather listen to Bucci call a game with AJ Musco like any day of the week than half of those other guys that I can't even name because they're just so boring and dreadful (laughs) to listen to. Um, I really wish they would, work with some of the team's announcers to have them like up in the box. Um, and like you have the, the color guy should be a color guy from the one team. And then the play by play guy is from the other team. So then it's fair and balanced and, you know, you can't bitch and moan that the broadcasters are being, um, like one-sided or whatever favorable, but God, it's just like dreadful to listen to some of these guys. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. What, like, could we make, could you sound a little more excited? This is like 
crazy good, you know? So anyway, that's my rant on that. Any other thoughts on a new word for extracurriculars on the ice? Hey, I really don't know. Um, Yeah, you kind of keep me on my toes on that one. I have no idea what to say. (laughs) <laughs> like uh something on the playground like i'd say yeah uh, like going on a i don't know a recess break uh i watch a lot of survivor so like i'm immediately thinking of like going to the water hole you know there you go <laughs> that's good going to I the like water hole. <laughs> we're we're going to the water hole folks there's going a to the water hole. So water hole uh, of uh, elephants on the ice taking their tusks to one another. Yeah. (laughs) Too funny. Whatever. That would be funnier than whatever the hell they're saying. I can't. It just drives me nuts. Does it drive you as nuts as it drives me? The broadcasters? Yeah, there's certain things that get get me... Something, and it's probably really petty or like really stupid for me to, to say this, but like there's a single word that like every broadcaster is using. And I don't remember this word being used like more, like any time other than the last like four or five years. Right. But when they say it caroms off the boards, it irks me so much. I hate the word carom. (laughs) What are you saying? You know, when they're like, Oh, you know, the puck caromed off the boards. Careemed. No, they say carom. Oh, I don't know why. No, I don't know. Doesn't it? Isn't it Kareem? Kareemed. No. Kareemed. Well, I don't think so. No. I okay. Caroms off the boards. And I'm like, maybe I'm just being. Maybe are they saying right it now. carries? Carries off the boards? No. Caroms off the boards. <laughs> I don't like maybe. that word either. I don't like it either. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. Gotta ask Andy about it. I think Andy said it too. Did he really? I think Andy has said it. All right. We'll have to check in with our uh, play-by-play and Andy Zilch, friend of the pod, who is the play-by-play announcer for the San Diego goals. Uh, I'll ask him because like, and speaking of Andy, that's funny. You brought him up. There is one announcer on ESPN that sounds like Andy. And I thought it was Andy. Like it's his voice, like the tone of the voice was so similar. The Uh calling was not, but uh, I was like, Andy, he would have told us. He would have told us. He would have told, told us. Yeah. Speaking um, of friends of the pod, I was watching the Leafs and Lightning game last night, and I heard Greg in the audience, and I was like, "That's my boy, Greg." <laughs> <laughs> like through the broadcast, you heard Greg. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I heard Greg. It was I like, love it. I think it was after a whistle, and all I heard was, "All right, Bolts fans, let's go." <laughs> Your highlight of the week, Breezy. My highlight that of the had week. you giggling before we even started the pod. It's because I watched the video again. <laughs> Daryl Sutter, that guy will forever have a little piece of my heart for what he did for the Kings. But he, his post game interviews always get me. I feel like he's just so funny and without trying to be funny. And he was talking about my boy, Matthew Kachuk, and they were talking about him uh Matthew kind of getting into a little something and they're like is that something you don't want to see and Sutter goes no uh, I, I I do want to see that <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to share the clip for you but um it had he's, to give me 
Oh my God. He's so, um, mumbly and like monotone. I, I had to watch it a couple times. Cause like, thank God they put captions on this too. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I don't even know what is, is happening here. I'll play the clip. Let me turn this up, uh, for everybody. Patrick and Chuck getting involved with Raffles. Is that something you'd rather not see? No, I'd rather, I'd rather would see it. That was playoffs, Eric. I mean, got a little confrontation. I got like every other word of what he said. Like I got every other word. I got confrontation. I would. And like, that was all I got. But could you imagine that guy like trying to yell your name down the bench? Like, how oh, would you be it. able to make out your name? I love it. I don't know. You know, a few episodes ago when we were talking about, you know, it's fully getting traded to the, the flames and I would have to get like fully Jersey. I just got to stick with, you know, my trend here. I don't know if I could get a Toffoli jersey over a Kachuk jersey at this point. No, it's I think tough. you need to put a pause on the Toffoli jerseys, and I think it's time for Kachuk. I think it is. I think that's going to yeah. be the next investment here. So The wives of the, of the Calgary Flames are having the best, girlfriends, wives, whatever, yeah. having the best time of their life in playoff hockey. Did you see them act like Jack Sparrow walking down the red carpet? There was like a red carpet out of the locker room or wherever they were. There's this, I think it's on NHL sets too. They had the Pirates of the Caribbean music, you know, that like theme song. And they're all like trying to walk like Jack Sparrow, who's just like a complete spaz. And it is the funniest thing. And then one of the wives at the end kneels down like Captain Morgan and pulls out a bottle of Captain Morgan and takes a chug. Flipping hockey wives and girlfriends are the best. Are you kidding me? God, this sport is just the best. I hate all the other sports. I hate all the other sports. All the other people who talk about all the other sports are the best. They're not. You suck. Get into hockey. You're you're like so missing out. (laughs) And, you know, I have to say, I'm kind of surprised. I feel like the the Flames stars matchup I feel like it's such a low scoring game compared mm-hmm. to like the two teams especially the flames because I I mean I had them as as making it pretty far all the way if I probably jinxed it but that series is so surprising to me and yes please send me that clip because because I love it because oh, obviously well. Foley's there uh I'm sure Cat was oh, yeah. part of that and you got to figure oh, yeah. you still have to Foley Luch and Lewis, they were all in the Kings together. They're all like three really good friends. So yeah, I saw this headline come out and it said that the Panthers captain, Alex Barkov, is going to continue to donate $1,600 per goal and $800 per assist to the JDC hospitals during the playoffs. And over his entire regular season, he had 39 goals and 49 assists. So his total donation amount for the regular season was $101,600, which is crazy. That's amazing. So, I mean, he's obviously up for some awards there, but for him to, to do that and like, it's not like, I just read about this and yeah, I I hadn't heard it long. So yeah, I had um, no idea. Yeah. And and Barkov's always, I mean, he's always been kind of a more quiet kind of guy, but I definitely think that that should be mentioned more often and uh, it's just really cool. And I think it, 
you know, I'm definitely cheering for him to keep scoring goals and keep getting assists. So hopefully he can continue to do that. Yes. I think the last thought I had um, about the goalie topic specifically, sorry guys, I'm a little all over the place. This is the first day I've actually felt like semi like a human being um, in the last week between um, a busted hand uh, that my cast looks like I'm holding a gun. I am not uh, and getting over COVID. Um, I think what's going to be interesting to see with all of these teams moving forward with their goalies, most of them not being the starting goalie, if that's really going to make a difference in a team being able to advance in the playoffs. Like we're really going to see just how important a starting goalie is or isn't. And how well um, a backup goalie really can be. And, and I would argue that it's not going to make that much of a difference. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think when it comes to playoffs, every team is going to play hard. And I think you have to think of each other as, as one of your, your normal, you know, starting lineup kind of guys, right? Um, there are so many backup goalies, and I think that teams are afraid to use their backup goalies. And there's teams like the Kings where Jonathan Quick, he's been the only starter for playoff games over the last, I think they said like 16 seasons or something like that, whatever it was. But he's obviously struggling. Like you have to have your backup come in and you can't play the same goalie all 16 games that you're going to have to win. Right. So um, I don't think it's going to matter. I think they all need to play for one another. Like, and I think, I think you're going to see some, some star power come out from some unknown, uh, unknown names. Oh yeah. I mean, if you just look at like numbers wise, how many more goalies there are that are super talented just in like a general pool of people, right? Because there's only two spots for them on the roster right. uh, that you've like, there, it's bound, you're bound to have somebody who's just as talented, um, maybe not, you know, right. star quality, whatever, but um, just because of ice time and not having the playing time and the playing experience. But I don't <laughs> think that makes them any less qualified to be there and, carry the team. I do think there is something to be said for uh, experience in those high pressure situations, but we've yeah. also seen hockey players just, they just get in there and they get it done because they know they have the support of the team. And at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's about, baby. And I think a, a perfect example of this would be for the Preds. Uh, Saros is out right now. He, mm -hmm suffered an injury the last season or the last game of the season so you have Riddick who is the backup goalie and then you have uh, Ingram who is brought up from obviously the AHL Riddick let in five goals in the first period of the first game Ingram came up right Ingram started the second game Preds played really well right so should he really be the backup goalie and not Riddick but they're both really good, but this could be Ingram's time to shine. Um, and I think that's 
um, a really good thing that could have happened for any player is if it's unfortunate when a, when someone gets hurt, but if you're being able to brought up, like it's your time to shine again, Sean Dursey from the Kings, Dowdy came out, Dursey comes in. In my personal opinion, I think Dursey's just as good as your Dowdy and you would have, you wouldn't have been able to see it if uh, Dowdy was out. Yeah. Yep. It's uh it's an opportunity for some of these stars that are waiting in the wings to uh, show off what they can really do and prove themselves, which comes with a lot of pressure, but I do think that they tend to thrive pretty well, especially just given the nature of this game and, and how everybody is sort of team first and, and supportive of one another, at least from what we see on the outside. Uh, I'm sure not all the, I'm sure not all the teams are as supportive, but I would venture to guess. Playoff time, you know, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. And the travel and the locker rooms, before games, after games, uh, whether yeah. win or lose, you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of energy there. So are you planning to go to a Kings playoff hockey game? What the fuck? We haven't talked about this. What's I wrong with you? I mean, we got, we know people there. Do you, do you, what are you doing? Why are you going to a game? I don't know. I, I wasn't able to go on Friday. Cause that was when, uh, I, obviously I worked, I wasn't able to make it down to the game. And then tomorrow, Sunday, it's Mother's Day. I won't be able to make it there either. But if they do come back. Breezy, um, breezy. There's going to be another Mother's Day next year. You love your mother. She knows you love her. Uh, I think you can go to the Kings game. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see if I can make it work. But Breezy, when this might not happen again for you. As a local... You need to like, like, you know, in case, you know, you decide one day you want to move to Nashville or something like that, you know, like you can't miss this opportunity. Get your ass to the game and go watch. I'm, I can't believe this. I can't (laughs) believe I am yelling at you to go watch the Kings in the Stanley cup playoffs. Like the odds of them advancing are like this this good i'm holding up a zero guys oh, so wow. <laughs> you need to get your butt down to crypto and go see them play and cheer them on and go see our friends and go say hi to everybody i'll i'll hook you up with my girl alma she's a good friend and listener of the podcast go okay <laughs> you need to go can i get like a guarantee on mate's life that you're gonna do this yeah. I need a, I need a, I need something strong from you because I feel very strongly about this. You do feel I know, strongly about it. I know how we feel about big crowds and, and things like that, but this is important and you're going to be really mad at yourself if you don't go. That is true. That is true. All right. I'll see what I can make work. That sounds really weak to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like final week on my other class. It's we got a lot going on here. That doesn't matter. You got a 4.0 kid. You're fine. You're (laughs) fine. Your mother would be supportive of you going. You could take her. That would be a great Mother's Day gift. Surprise, mom. We're going going to to the kids game. (laughs) Breezy. Come on. 
Okay. Okay. Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.